You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. Oneofus.net and all of the shows on it are 100% subscriber supported. Please consider becoming a subscriber to oneofus.net. Keep the site and all of our great shows going and get some terrific bonus content as well. You know, when you're doing Screener Squad, it's hard to pick a movie. When you see one with, like, Tom Berenger, Luke Gossett Jr., uh, and Bo Bridges, you're like, oh, this might be good. And then I don't see that movie, and you guys tell me, maybe I wasn't missing too much, but, I mean, it's the guy who made Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It can't be bad, right? Right? Please? Please? (laughs) (laughs) Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was a very long time ago. Well, we owe a lot to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because I believe that was Sam Rockwell's uh, introduction to acting. Was he dancing in it? I don't remember him dancing. No, he has like one line like, oh, that's over on Eastman Boulevard or something. It's like two (laughs) seconds of fame. (laughs) Fun little film trivia there for everybody. So So we're talking instead about Supervised, which is a superhero comedy in a retirement home, which... If you didn't get that by the age of the actors I named, you weren't paying attention. Uh, <laughs> no, no, they all got de-aged with um, Marvel Super, <laughs> super <laughs> Special Effects. I know. Look at, <laughs> so we're all actually say, in their 20s. Trailer, so they got de-aged <laughs> the same quality as Bubba Hotep. <laughs> I liked Bubba Hotep. I do like Bubba Hotep and stupid oh, as you know, shit. <laughs> it, actually, well, Bubba Hotep, you know what? I, I, I want to bring Bubba I'm glad you brought Bubba Hotep because I think there's actually very... It's actually <laughs> more okay. similar. Do you think. want to get into the description yeah, of this movie yeah. since uh, I don't know anything much about it? Yeah, sure. Um, uh, let's see. Basically, it's well, it's a retirement home for all superheroes. Yeah, there it is. Really? That's pretty much the gist of it. Like, what happens to superheroes when they get old? They go into retirement homes. Um, there's a lot of missed opportunities here just with that. Like, did these superheroes not manage their money well? Who put them in these homes? Why aren't they like national treasures on like a government stipend? But the film's more interested in, uh, old people, am I right? Gross. Which <laughs> is hit or miss yeah. for your demographic yeah, of, you know, viewing pleasure. I personally don't think old people are gross, so there was a lot of misses here with me, you know. Okay, are there are there at least like interesting superpowers? I mean, looking at this poster, the costumes are at least mildly interesting. They chose interesting color palettes, at least. You know, it's it's kind of weird because normally in when they do a parody of, of anything with superheroes, or because this is more of like they're parodying the uh, the what you like the golden age or silver okay. age kind of era, and. Usually with those, you have the the very standard, like, this is the Superman guy, this is the Batman guy, this is the Wonder Woman. But this one, there's kind of, like, all of the extra superheroes that weren't, like, the big names. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of like the, I'm the guy that can shoot, use heat vision, and I have telekinesis. Like, those are two weird powers combined. (laughs) Like, like I I can teleport and also stretch my arms. Like, wait, what? I feel like one of them defeats the other. Yeah. I just think they didn't want to get sued by the big, big major 
comic industry or even worse sued by Disney which is ridiculous. I don't think Disney would. I don't think right? Disney's I mean, aware that this movie exists. So. Right, exactly. Yeah, Disney, Disney doesn't mean, know. Disney. Tom Berenger, who plays Ray, I don't remember his superhero persona name, probably Ultraman or Super Ultraman, something ridiculous. His, it's like something Captain Maximus. Yeah, yeah. His pants kind of look like, like the original Superman's pants, like the pants over the pants type of thing, you know, the underwear. Um, his cape... It's a little reminiscent of the George Reeves cape, but that was mostly for, you know, convenience and practicality. I'm reaching, you know, I think I'm pulling straws here, but it's not a horrible design. It, it kind of emulates, like you were saying, London, the Silver Age, or maybe it was the Golden Age of comics. The color palette is very strange. I've never seen a teal and off-purple Uniform before That's what uh, I comment was wondering below. About if, here. I'm like, yeah, like he's the pastel superhero. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> yes. No, and honestly, okay, back talking about the color palette. I think the movie's kind of ugly to me. Yeah. It's just the the color is very like it's kind of like this this bland yellow, and it's it, I don't know if it's supposed to be like oh because they're old, <laughs> but it's like. You could have made the movie a little brighter. Yeah, like, is that the joke? Like, he just never replaced the costume, and it's the costume he had when he was a superhero, so it's all faded and musty, maybe? You really shouldn't have yeah. to think that hard for a joke, but... No, but, uh, okay, yeah, and, oh, okay, speaking of jokes... <laughs> oh, um, God. <laughs> yeah, this... Okay, okay, actually, I want to refer back to um, jokes and okay. Bubba Hotep. You remember you mentioned Bubba Hotep, and the thing is, you know, I, I, Brad, you said you liked it, and I, I like it too, because what they did was they focused on the character, yeah. they focused on legends, and having them, every joke fed into the narrative. It progressed the story. You know, it was like, this is funny because you know he's actually Elvis, and he's getting, you know, he's he's stuck in a situation where everyone treats him, you know, in a certain way, and he's frustrated because he's this living legend, and you know all that. And every joke stemmed from that, and it all connected to this bigger bigger story. Them, you know, being the heroes in the end, yada yada. But in this one, instead of focusing on the characters, focusing on you know the story, the narrative, it's just a bunch of gags. Just a series of gags <laughs> after gags, <laughs> like cutaways to be like, "Hey, look at this old lady try to fly or float." Oh, she can't. Because she's old, you guys, and old people are bad at everything. Is that really yeah. the extent of their superpowers? Oh. Like, basically, I might, old I might age, be a little erectile dysfunction of powers. <laughs> yeah, I might be a little bit harsh on it, but yeah, kind of. No, no, it is like some of them have like, like one guy's called like, okay, he was the sidekick or the part of yeah, Bo Bridges, like Bo Bridges yeah. played a partner to Tom Berenger and he was called the shimmer and his ability is <laughs> he would shake and then he would be able to teleport <laughs> and he had this thing where like he shake and he would shake with his hand like he looked like he's having a stroke <laughs> and then he would turn into a puff of brown smoke. And then people walk by and be like, oh, man, I think that's the horrible. joke that was being made about Nightcrawler for the last few years. Like, you know, wherever he goes is basically hell. It's got to smell like sulfur and rotting eggs. But that's <laughs> basically his joke. It's like, but it smells like a bowel movement. That's the yeah. joke. It's like even he makes like a bowel movement sound. And I'm like, OK, people, this is what we got. 
Well, I was even sadder is uh, while you were talking, I was looking at the ca- what the rest of this cast has been, because you know a lot of them are you know actors that we've known for ages. And I was looking at Louis Gossett Jr. and it's like he was in another movie similar to this recently, in like five years ago, Pride of Lions, uh, or The Dependables. Where again, it's old people trying to reclaim their former glory, doing something they did in the past, supposedly. Like, that's all these actors are doing. These are literally, just like you said with their characters, these are B-team actors. You know, Bo Bridges might be the most consistently big-name actor in this cast, doing basically whatever they'll get signed on for. No, and, um, you know, Brad, I, I think I'm going to talk a lot. Brad, do you have anything else to add? No, not especially. Mm-hmm. But I think you're doing great. You're definitely carrying the conversation about this dull movie. I guess I would <laughs> add that, more. yeah, they're in an old folks' home, but Ray, Tom Berenger, the Superman of the group, he suspects that people are abducting the, the elderly and stealing their powers away. And that was funny for a little bit, but there's not really a mystery there. Honestly, Tom Berenger acting with the character who plays his son and having a dying relationship with his son because he just wants to be a family man again since he missed out on so much of it as a kid. And what I'm saying, it was my favorite part of the movie, but that was also only like a two-minute scene. So it's... See, that that's... Yeah, it's unfortunate. It, no, and so that's what I was thinking, like, kind of, like, how it, it should have been more like Bubba Hotep, because that was the, the characters reminiscing and missing out on their lives, and because they were legends, that's what's interesting. And this could have been told in that way. There's a scene when... Um, like there's a funeral for one of the superheroes who he actually... He, he had saved the world in his... In his when he was in his yeah, prime. Yeah, yeah. And... They didn't even care. Like he didn't even like. Was, and Tom Berenger's pissed off. He's like, "Where you know what's going on? Like this guy was he saved the world? Did this did not have a bigger funeral than this?" And and I think it in a way that can be an interesting method of telling you know t- telling a story or of. I'm trying to think of the word like it's, it's like relating to the real world and how sometimes when people who have done great things, they get older, people don't think about them anymore. Or, you know, history, as it progresses, people forget about them. They don't consider the the great strides and efforts that, right. they, that they've done. I mean, and, you know, I think that's an interesting story to tell. And to this one, it's just kind of just seemed bland <laughs> and miserable. You know, it's like it just they just wanted to. They just cared more about the gas. It sounds like the the plot is just like half-assed to get in there, which I guess a character study of aging superheroes could be interesting or funny, but it kind of sounds like they didn't think past that base plot at all and didn't want to do anything. Yeah, no, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, and it's... It's no Gran Torino, that's for sure. (laughs) Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. If Clint Eastwood just showed up in his movie, just dressed him as, like, Western garb, and he's like, yeah. I'm going to tell you something. I'm the cowboy yeah. man. Oh, man you fuckers no aren't going to take any more old people. You know, that that might have worked. That might have worked. Then he gets racist to Lewis Gossett Jr., and it just gets weird. Oh, super weird, because everyone just kind of looks away instead of confronting him. <laughs> but, uh, yeah... Oh, actually, you know, speaking of which, um, there was a, uh, I thought something that was interesting that they didn't really do much on either was there, the new, the new generation. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, are there? <laughs> For like a couple seconds. Yeah, and, and They don't really do anything. I'm sorry, sorry, Brad, go ahead. Yeah. 
Uh, Brad, no, it's, I mean, just, it's just for literally for a couple of seconds. And the joke is, wow, look how silly the new generation of superhero is. And, you know, the new generation comes in, poses, and is like, that's it. That's, that's the gag. And he just kind of wanders off. He doesn't do anything or help with anything. And it's just a fun joke for Tom to tell Lugasa Jr., oh, look at these young bastards. We were so much better. I wish I had a mint. You know, That's a great Tom Barron like that. You should, you should bend that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, personally, I thought Tom Berenger looked older in Platoon, so that was weird. <laughs> what is that, like 25 years ago? 30? I think that was a, was that a 70s movie? 1970s? Got it. No, it couldn't have been. Uh, 80s? Anyways, now I'm sounding like an old it man. It was 1985, so, 86. 1985, thank you, yeah. So, <laughs> a superior yeah. film, by the way. Of course <laughs> that, it is. That is 30 years ago. Without oh, saying. Jesus, fuck. Yeah, 30 years ago. Oh, I was like five years old. I shouldn't have seen that as a five-year-old. That's weird. <laughs> this is how interesting this movie is, evidently, that we're more worried about when Platoon came out. <laughs> Uh, does, Hell. Yeah, I was gonna say, it doesn't sound Hell like you guys have much else to say. So, um, Bradley, do you want to roll to your final thoughts? I do. I really think that Tom Berenger deserves better than this, and Lou Gossett Jr. But Lou Gossett Jr. just seems happy to work, so that was kind of fun. He was actually my favorite character in this movie because of his, his peppy charm, and he's got such a great smile. Um, I was very upset that the woman superhero, Medira, played by Fiona Lou Flanagan, I don't know much about her. She was pretty funny, but all of her jokes were like, that's right, everyone. Old people still want to have sex. Huh? <laughs> it's like, a f yeah, everyone, uh, everyone who's older than 18 yeah. wants to have sex. Why is this still a funny joke being like driven into the ground? I don't get it. Um, Jesus. I didn't hate it. I didn't really like anything about it either. But it was pretty fast-paced as well. As soon as there's a mystery, the mystery kicks into high gear. And really, it just unfolds because it has to, not because of anything that's set up or looked into. So I'm just going to give this four up, up, and nope out of ten crashing to the ground. Jesus. Well, how about you, London? Well, you know, it's funny. I thought, I guess I didn't, like, like I, it seems like I kind of, I'm going to be really harsh with the film. I'm actually, I don't really dislike yeah. it. I think it's okay. And it's, I think, but what really holds it up, and I didn't really talk much in the review, the performances overall are pretty good. You know, I think, you know, these are, these are seasoned actors, and they can carry something even as, lame and boring <laughs> as the script yes. is. Yes, well said, well said. <laughs> and so, you know, they I think they're kind of what elevate this really mediocre material. And I'm going to, I'm actually, um, just just from, I'm going to quote uh, or paraphrase uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker from uh, South Park. <laughs> yeah. Because they when they talk about, when they, when they get a new team of writers, they say the first thing they do is they stop them from making gags. And... Because he said gag writers, what they do is they all their jokes detract away from the main the main plot, and that's where this movie really really suffered. It's just that if they focus on the main plot, really develop the characterization of all these actors, because they because they're all talented, they could do it. Then I think they could have had something very interesting on their hands. But unfortunately, they didn't. They chose the, the cheap way out. They made gags, and you know, like I said, I think the movie is you know it's it's shot it's competently shot. There's nothing like you know just lazy about it it's just it's just okay and even though i do think it's a little 
like I said, it's kind of has this, the whole the color palette of the film is very just dull, and I just think that it would be nice if it was a little bit brighter. And so I'm gonna give this uh, five. Uh, hmm, super depends <laughs> out of ten. <laughs> super depends. So, so I'm gonna dependable <laughs> as a superhero. Jesus, all I was gonna say is, what happens if you give the stretchy teleporting guy Viagra? Like, I feel like just everything goes really wrong. Then <laughs> he has a right to Viagra. It's not weird that old people have sex. <laughs> Well, you know, maybe if super superhero old people have sex, because it might be dangerous. I mean, you don't want to see that kind of pastel damage. color fucking. It's just not a great idea. 